Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Well, the New York Yankees have won the last game at Yankee Stadium on September 21st, 2008. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. While you were sleeping, we were talking to start the show about that quote that you just heard right there that Marco played with Rodgers again on the Pat McAfee show. And by the way, where would it be without the Pat McAfee having Rodgers on every week? Boy, we could use that content. Keep it coming. And I loved everything that Rodgers had to say. And I wanted Rodgers here before all of that. I feel like he's got the right attitude, the right mentality to succeed here. You know, not to mention the guy's a great quarterback. But even hearing all of that, where he even went on to talk about the darkness stuff and was surprised that it got as much play as it did. You know, Rodgers doesn't care what anybody else thinks. He's comfortable in his own skin. He's not messing around. He tells you exactly how it is. Nobody in my inner circle is talking to anybody. When you hear something, it's coming. From, when you hear wh- what decision I'm going to make, it's coming from me. Don't buy into the fake news and all that nonsense. And he's right about that. Reporters nowadays try to be first instead of being accurate. So I, I love everything. The more Aaron Rodgers talks, I don't have to agree with his darkness retreat or the high hibiscus and hallucinogen crap. Like, whatever. That's not for me. But what stuff that I do is maybe not for him. Like, whatever. You may do something that's not for me either. It doesn't matter. Everybody, to each his own. They're allowed to do it. Everyone's allowed to do whatever they want. So good for Aaron Rodgers. He's just talking about stuff that he does. And because it's not, quote, unquote, normal or, you know, mainstream to the majority of us, it's like, oh, yeah, let's make fun of the guy. Now, look, I get you want to have some fun with it, but the reality is he doesn't give a crap. He's doing it because he likes it. And ultimately, does anybody care around here what Aaron Rodgers does in the offseason, what Aaron Rodgers does off the field, what reporters he talks to, what family members he talks to? Does anybody care about any of that? I don't care about winning. Nobody would care about which moms Zach Wilson is trying to get with if the guy could throw the football. None of that stuff matters. Winning matters. And Aaron Rodgers is a winner. 
and he's the only option the Jets have at quarterback. I saw the list. I read the report from Connor Hughes of SNY saying that don't sleep on Ryan Tannehill. He could be a fallback option. <laughs> what? Ryan Tannehill. And you guys are getting on me for bringing up Matt Ryan. Please. Ryan Tannehill. Woof. Garoppolo. Carr. No thank you. Rodgers or bust. That is it. There's one quarterback that can make a difference for the Jets this year. It's Aaron Rodgers. He puts him in the conversation. Anybody else will put them in the playoff conversation, which, by the way, they'll be in anyway. I got news for you. As bad as Zach Wilson was, if he started this year, the Jets are still in the playoff conversation. If they believe their defense is as good as it is and the other pieces come back healthy, they were in the playoff conversation last year with zero quarterback. They'd be in the playoff conversation again. So Jimmy G doesn't do it for me. The Jets are not the 49ers, and Jimmy G wasn't good enough to win it with the Niners. Derek Carr, I would I, I didn't like him anyway, and then you hear some of the stuff about his toughness, about him in the cold weather. I would not want to go down that road. I look at him as, at best, Kirk Cousins. Tannehill, forget about it. I'm not even going to waste my breath on him. I mean, doesn't need to be said. Rodgers is the guy. So we started the show talking about that. 877-337-6666. Talking about Buck Showalter meeting the media and how much of the hangover from last year's disappointing end. Look, it was a great season for the Mets. 101 wins in the regular season. Unfortunately, they didn't have the tiebreaker, so they lost that stupid division. Much to my chagrin. But it was a good season until getting swept by Atlanta until getting ousted by the Padres. And that's something that they're going to have to overcome this year where, you know, the goal is to go win the division. At the very least, make the postseason and do damage in the playoffs. And the expectations have been raised, unlike last year, where it was just about seeing if they could finally get to the postseason. Now it's basically World Series or bust. When you have the highest payroll in the league, you're going to have the highest expectations. Verlander threw his first bullpen. Nice to see him in blue and orange. Still surreal that the Mets have two aces in Scherzer or Verlander. And a lot of the talk hasn't even been about the fact that they have the two aces. A lot of the talk has been about the age of those two aces. And can they stay healthy? Obviously, the Mets are going to need them to stay healthy to have success. But, you know, the the... Focal point to me should be about getting excited that they are healthy. Where at this point, you know, last year, what was the status with DeGrom? Everybody's just waiting for DeGrom or doubting DeGrom until, of course, it's announced that, hey, he's going to be out for a while. And basically missed the whole season. So, look, injuries are obviously key with any team. But in particular, with the age of those two guys, it's going to be something that's going to be talked about. But the Mets do have the horses to get the job done. Now they got to go out there and do it. You know, similar with the Yankees. And again, the Yankees' expectation is always World Series or bust. Yanks, I wouldn't say off to a rough start, but not good news with Nestor Cortez and the hamstring. This coming off of, you know, after the Frankie Montas stuff. So they lose Montas in the rotation. Not that he's any good because he's not. But still, they were hoping he could have a bounce back year. And, you know, Cortez now dealing with a hamstring issue. And the Yankees with two guys already, all of a sudden that starting rotation depth, it could go away in a hurry. 
The Yanks also have a question mark in left field. Andy Martino yesterday on SNY told uh, told us that uh, you know the Yanks are still Brian Cashman is still actively looking for a left fielder, and in the process, don't be surprised if Glaber Torres gets traded away because the Yanks are going to have to shed some salary if they wanted to bring in a left fielder. And maybe Glaber Torres could be a piece in that infield that is right now there's a log jam there. And it makes sense. Ideally, if you replace one of the infielders with a left fielder, that would make the Yankees, the pieces to their puzzle fit a little bit better. So keep an eye out for that. And, you know, the, something I didn't mention that I wanted to get to, the Yankees are going to be relying heavily on young players. Peraza, Volpe, especially if Glaber Torres gets traded. Are they going to be impactful enough right away to take this team to another level? We saw it happen with Houston last year with their young players. Are the Yankees going to be able to get that type of production? Because remember, part of the reason for the Yankees' inability to get back to and win a World Series has been the disappointment of Gary Sanchez, Glaber Torres, I mean, lesser extent, Clint Frazier. But still, those guys that had high expectations never fulfilled them. And without that fulfillment, Yankees haven't been able to get to the World Series. And you could even look at Aaron Judge, who continued a, a bad pattern. Not him individually, but the Yankees overall. Not doing what they did in the regular season. Not having that carryover offensively into the postseason. And Judge was front and center in that last year where we had the most dominant regular season you could have, and in the postseason was getting booed. So that's obviously got to change. But very early on, still some great storylines as the Mets and Yankees you know, having pitchers and catchers report and getting set for spring training. You know, by next week everything will be uh you know, we hope to have full houses there and away we go with all the participants. And you get the WBC and everything that follows that. 877 66 66. Jerry is calling from Pearl River. What's up, Jerry? Hey, Sal. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Uh, Bernard King. What about him? He was the best free agent, I believe. Right? He, oh, he was he a trade. Was drafted by the Nets, I think. Yeah, but he was a trade to the Knicks. Oh, he was a trade. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Uh, two more quick things. He was traded. Around. Bernard King was traded by the Warriors to the Knicks for Michael okay, Ray Richardson. There you go. 1982. Michael Ray Richardson. Yeah. Excellent. Um, the other thing is get season tickets. Um, I'm a season ticket holder. I paid $24,000 for a PSL. And now they're selling tickets downstairs for the season without uh, the PSL. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's great. No, Not wait a second. You, How is that possible? Only for the season. So if someone else wants to buy them, you can pay a PSL and get them. But since they can't sell them, so, so for the season. season, so like I could swoop in and say, well, for you this could, year, I want you could, section one fourteen, row thirty seven, available seat one and two. And how much for the for the full season? Uh, whatever, one hundred and forty a game or whatever the package is. But you don't have to pay a PSL. But you have no rights to the tickets the next year. Somebody could buy them. Okay, so you're paying. All right, so it's not that bad okay. then. You, I mean, you look. You knew what you were getting into paying a PSL. Oh, of course, of course, I did. I would never do it. I even if I could afford it which I'm not sure I can, I would never do it. I would never pay a PSL. 
Oh, yeah. Well, Do they I have that? Is that just MetLife? They don't have that at the Garden or like City Field or Yankee Stadium. I Center. have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think that they do. So, what, are you considering changing? No, You're I, just upset. I mean, I got four kids. Like, I'm keeping them for my kids. You paid twenty four grand up front, or you could pay that over time. Uh, you, you could take a loan out. I took a loan out. Okay, so you paid twenty four grand to have the seat, and then on top of that, you pay for your seats every year. Yeah. How many tickets? Four. Now, Plus, why? Why for your kids? Come again? Why, like, why do this for your kids? They're big sports fans, or are you just... Yeah, why not? Uh, uh, I, mean, I, don't, I, spent, I don't know how old they are. I, I spent thanks. I have triplets 21 years old, and I'm 14 years old. Oh, okay. But they, they can... they come. We've had Thanksgiving in the parking lot. Yeah. You know? Oh. Nice. Yeah. Um, one other thing, going away... Uh, it's a, a lot of, it's a, a lot of money on losses over the years, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but one day we're going to do it. Keep and the, one other the, thing about a roof. I like it, Jerry. When you go away, you bring your in-laws or your parents, and they watch the kids. Well, that would be so you, tough because three of the four are dead. Ooh. Yeah. So you bring the one to come on family vacation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's the other problem with that, Jerry, and thank you for the call. The one is my mother. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with dynamics of wife, mother-in-law, you know. And they have a good relationship. However, I don't know if that's necessarily a vacation. But, yeah, it sounds great. Oh, yeah, bring the in-laws or your parents. Well, right, three of the four are dead, so tough to do that. What, do you think I didn't think of this stuff? We really didn't have a choice. Rob is calling from St. James, New York. What's up, Rob? Hey, Sal, how are you? How are you, Rob? I'm good, man. Uh, listen, I, I got to tell you, I listen to you every morning on my ride to work. The first time I've actually called in. It, it, when you're not in, when you're on vacation, work isn't the same. I, when I got to take my ride in and you're not on the air, the day, just it, it just doesn't start that way. Um, well, I appreciate that, Rob. That's very kind of you. Thank you. No, of course, man. But uh, I was just calling because I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a New York sports fan in general however i am a philadelphia eagle fan i have been since i was eight nine years old so i'm i'm recovering from a brutal loss on sunday and i just i I love hearing you talk about baseball because now i'm i'm in baseball mode i know we still got six weeks before even spring training opening day uh you know pitches and pitches and catches for a month I'm a Yankee fan, but I, I, I can't, I can't disagree with you. I think this year it's World Series or bust for Mets and Yankees. Correct. When the, I, the Mets what, can't escape those expectations, even though they haven't had the success as far as winning like the Yankees have had. You know they're new to this now with a new owner, the AC Mets after Cohen. You can't escape those expectations right. when you have the highest payroll in the league. But listen, you guys. The Mets have the best pitching staff in all of baseball. I, I will, I'll, I'll argue that all day long. The well, Mets on paper, phenomenal uh, pitching staff. Scherzer, Verlander on paper together. Yeah, I mean, tough to beat that one-two punch. And thank you for the call. You dropped off there. I'm not sure what happened, but I appreciate the kind words. Appreciate you listening. And sorry about your Eagles. Look, it's a weird thing I was thinking about as he was mentioning that he's trying to recover from the Eagles. Almost any fan 
would have traded any football fan would have traded places with the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, unless you're a Chiefs fan, of course. But think about that. Any football fan would have traded places with the Philadelphia Eagles to get to the Super Bowl. Have those two weeks. Have a chance to go win the Super Bowl. Be in that spot where you had the 10-point lead at halftime. Back and forth game, toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. And they lose. And there's never a good way to lose. You can say, oh, it's a brutal loss. The penalty down on the wire. Yeah, so what? If you get blown out, it hurts too. You lose in the Super Bowl, it stings. There's no way around it. But any other fan would, outside of the Chiefs would trade places with the Eagles fan. And yet, the Eagle fan is still crushed. Being a sports fan is misery. The majority of being a sports fan is absolute misery. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal, kind of back on the fan. Going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. You know, I, I saw Shannon Sharp, I guess, made a big deal of Eric Bieniemy not getting a job. Like, at this point, it's old news. He, he's If he didn't get a head coaching job by now, after the success that Kansas City has had the last several years and all the openings, he's not getting one. And do the math. Like, there's a reason for it. And it is not because teams do not want to hire a minority head coach. We've seen other minority head coaches get hired. Now, I hate the hires that were made yesterday with the Eagles staff getting poached, the offensive coordinator going to Indianapolis, defensive coordinator going to Arizona. I just hate the philosophy. It's not about either individual. I hate the philosophy of, oh, wow, well, that team went to the Super Bowl and they did a great job with Sirianni. Let's get the next Nick Sirianni and go get two of his coaches. Oh, my God. Like, haven't we been down this road before where they're doing it with McVay and it doesn't work? Like, come on. Terrible. I, I just hate that. But something is obviously up with Biennemi 
that we're not being told. And Sharp probably knows better. Because it doesn't make sense. I remember reading about it years ago. Atlanta was dying to hire. I think they wanted to hire Biennemi specifically. But they were dying to hire a minority head coach. And it just didn't go well. I don't know if it's the interview thing. I don't know if it's something about the path. So something is up with the Biennemi stuff. But you know, it, we, we got to understand that. He First of all, he'd be better off leaving Kansas City at this point, going somewhere else. It's not going to be Baltimore. Obviously, they hired their guy. Maybe Washington, wherever it may be. He'd be better off getting out of Kansas City. Or just accept that, you know what? Hang on there. Continue to win Super Bowls. Be part of a dynasty. Alongside Reed and Mahomes. Nothing wrong with that. Brett is calling from Long Island. Good morning, Brett. Good morning. Before I get to my point, I uh, was at uh, Geno's last night with the wife and kids. Do me a favor. Go there this weekend. Get a deep dish slice. And you tell me that's not the best pizza you ever had right there. You tell me that. that you're crazy it. if you don't think that's great. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. I, I'll, I'll try it. I mean, look, uh, who's opposed to trying pizza? But the deep dish, eh, whatever. If I'm going to have deep dishes in Chicago. But Geno's in particular just doesn't do it for me. But I'll try. Right, I'll I, try I, did, I think you, I don't. I, I question you, you with pizza. I know I don't want to talk about pizza, but I'm questioning you. I'm telling you that that's a good pizza place. There, you, 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 know, you question you really me with everything. You question me with everything, and you get a question yeah, with pizza. That which is not good. It's yeah. it's unbelievable. It's like they need a fresh slice. The crust is crispy. The sauce is good. Like well, it's well, not you, dripping you, all over the place. You talking about the deep? You talking about the deep dish or the regular from there? I had, a, I had a slice. I had a, I had a Sicilian slice and deep dish last night. My wife's picky with pizza. She couldn't believe it. I gave it a crust or whatever. I'm telling you, man. Uh, like, I'll try I those. I haven't, I, I haven't had those. I haven't had either of okay. those slices from there. So I'll try them. All right. So anyway, um, I, I haven't talked to you about. I, I don't. I jumped in late on the show, so I'm going to ask you. I want to talk about the quarterbacks you said about the Jets. Like who didn't excite you? Obviously, Rodgers is the best pick. You started with Jimmy G. Well, so if Derek Jimmy Carr. G came to the Jets, Tannehill are the other three. So to me, it's worth it. Right. Looking. So if Jimmy G, because I want to make sure before I debate anything, if Jimmy G came to the Jets healthy, played a full season, what would the upside be on that? Playoffs. Playoffs deep or no, a, a no. win or two? Or? No, no, playoffs, maybe a win. All right. Uh, what about Derek Carr? Probably similar. Playoffs, maybe a win. Maybe you win. And that's not exciting enough, you're saying? You no. have to have Aaron Rodgers Correct. for the Jets? Correct, because ask me what I think the upside is with Aaron Rodgers. We all know that, but I'm just saying. Okay, with well, the then, Jets, so then why would I want to settle for anything less if I could have a, a guy who possibly, not that he would, not that I would predict that he would, but a guy who could possibly take me to the Super Bowl, why would I, wouldn't want, why would I not want that as opposed to a guy who might take me to the playoffs and maybe win a game? I guess my point is you sounded like it's like, okay, if you can't get Aaron Rodgers, we got it. Like, is that a huge disappointment from last season, right? What they had, I feel like if you're a Jets fan, if you got one of those two guys, like you're moving forward. No, no. like that's not terrible. See, I think you just nailed it. I don't think they'd be moving forward. I think it would be a short-sighted solution, especially with somebody like Jimmy G. Now, if you want to say that you think Derek Carr can be a franchise quarterback 
and that's your guy? I mean, Derek- I'm interested in Derek Carr. I'll say that. Like, I'm, I don't know what Derek Carr is. He was leading the AFC a couple of seasons ago. I don't, something strange happened there. So my comparison a- to Carr is Kirk Cousins. Is that so bad? Well, Without yeah, the turnovers, but, maybe, right? Without the chokes? No, no, no. I don't he, know. He doesn't no, choke he as bad uh, as Kirk Cousins. No, he does the same. He hasn't had as many opportunities, but he's made some bad throws. So but, is that so bad? That's what you have to ask yourself. Ask a Vikings fan if that's so bad. A team that can make the playoffs every year, potentially win 12, 13 games, whatever it may be. But again, not get and to what the— what have the Jets done lately, though? I mean, right. that's my point. Well, you're acting like the Jets are— or even the Vikings, right? What right, but you're, you're acting years? like getting to the playoffs is the be-all, end-all. I think you got to go in the right direction. I, I think I'm debating what you're acting like. You're acting like the Jets all of a sudden got to win the Super Bowl. No, I'm, saying I'm acting you like... you and won two games, I think, as a Jet fan, you got to be like, wow, that's great. Like, we're really moving forward with Well, the, you're not, with a, you're not a Jets fan, so you, would you settle for that? This has nothing to do with fandom. This is evaluating a situation, correct? Say that again, Brett. This isn't about being a fan right now. You always do that. I know. No, I like but, Giants, but would you accept? Right so you, we're talking so you about accept that for a football team. You accept that for the Giants, though. Yeah, I do. I oh, actually okay. thought so it was then, a successful. Se- well, no, no. I thought it was a successful. Right. Season. So and then, actually, if I say, if Giants, I say, no, no, no. How about, how about hold I know on a second. Fan. Hold on a second. I'm okay, just asking you a question. So if I say the next five years. Daniel Jones brings the Giants to the postseason every year. Some years they win a playoff game. Some years they don't. They get as far as the division round. Maybe they even get to a championship game but lose it. You sign for that the next five, six years? I mean, Sal, listen, we all want to win a Super Bowl. But, like, after the five years is over, I guess that was successful. I mean, I don't know what your argument is. So what is it, Super Bowl or bust at this point now? If you have, Jets, if you have yeah. a chance. No, so here's and, here's what I've been saying. And this is why I don't you gotta, understand. No, no, I get it. This is why you got to listen. I you don't understand maybe because you didn't hear the whole show. Either that or you have a comprehension issue. Let me just spell it out for you here. They have an option to, or, or a, a possibility of getting Aaron Rodgers. He's a difference maker. In my opinion, Brett, mine, maybe not yours, maybe not Fleegs, maybe not everybody's. In my opinion, you go all in for Aaron Rodgers. If you can't get him, none of the other options are worth it for me to go out there and get, because I don't think they're difference-making for my team. Better than last year? Sure. Difference-making? No. Okay, so what could be difference-making? The drafting and uh, developing of a young quarterback, which I still think Wilson has potential. Now, obviously, after what we've seen the first two years, hard to continue to back that. But I wouldn't give up on that for Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not giving up on that for Ryan Tannehill. I wouldn't even give up on that for Derek Carr. I could understand why you would. Fleegs would. He loves Derek Carr. I would not. I don't believe in Derek Carr being a franchise quarterback. That's what I'm telling you. Rodgers, I know what he brings. Not saying that they would win a Super Bowl, but I know he could bring them to that level. The other guys, I don't believe can. So I'd rather take my chances with developing a young quarterback. And if you don't think it's going to be Zach Wilson, then you have to draft another one. That's how it works. You could go out there and try to grab one of these other quarterbacks, and the Jets will, by the way. Regardless of what I say, they are going to get one of those four quarterbacks that was listed. I think it's a mistake if it's not Rodgers. But they will get one of those guys. 
because they think their team is good enough to legitimately compete. And maybe it's the idea of, hey, getting into the playoffs, anything can happen. Let me ask you this. In the AFC in particular, you think any of those quarterbacks not named Aaron Rodgers are going to compete with Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Lawrence? I could rank Rodgers above some of those guys. I can't rank any of the others even close to any of those guys. So the way out for me, the way out to have sustained long-term success is to find a franchise quarterback. Rodgers is the quick fix. Guaranteed, you know what you're getting, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, even at his age, for the next two years. While you have that, you're still trying to find the solution, long-term solution. It's possible. Other teams have done it. You don't even need the top pick in the draft to do it. But the Jets could be in a spot with Rodgers where they have the foundation built. Solid defense. Now they bring in a quarterback, some weapons on offense. They could have some success for two years. And then, maybe similarly to what Andy Reid did with Kansas City and Mahomes, and then bring in the next guy. I don't think Carr is consistent. I don't think Garoppolo or Tannehill are that good. Now, I, I hope that after that lengthy explanation, you understand what, I, what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the playoffs would be bad for the Jets. I'm saying that it's not good enough. Just making the playoffs shouldn't be good enough. Especially when you have the option of possibly getting a quarterback who could take you to another level immediately. Chris is calling from Port Jeff. What's up, Chris? How you doing, Sal? Huge fan. Thank you, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I, I got a lot of respect for you. I make the same commute, you know, t- same type of commute you do. I drive to Jersey every day for work, so I'm driving in the work. Uh, I just got two questions. Yeah, it's tough. I just got two questions. Um, I wanted to ask Carton and Robert this yesterday, being that they're Jets fans. I'm a diehard Giants fan. I really look back at that Eli Manning championship game, and I think people truly don't, like, appreciate him enough. Which and game? I think that was one of the games I ever watched. I rewatch it. And I just want to also know... Which game did you say, Chris? uh, The Giants against the 49ers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. uh, Where you would rank Eli's performance amongst, like, you know, all-time great games with the conditions, you know, the defense he faced, all that. And I just want to know, where do you think Danny Jones could reach under Dable's system? I mean, that's uh, that's the million-dollar question. And thank you for the call, Chris, and thank you for the support. Appreciate you listening and, and taking the time to call. I Let's start with the Daniel Jones comparison. Um, I, I think Daniel Jones can only take the Giants so far. I like him. He proved me wrong this year. He did a lot of great things. I don't think that the ceiling is as high as Eli's was. Now... I wasn't sure I thought that that was the case with Eli before he actually did it. And you could say that maybe about a lot of quarterbacks. I need to see more from Jones next year with some weapons around him, 
Maybe the Giants open it up a little bit more in the passing game. I need to see more. But I think Daniel Jones, not that he maxed out individually, but the team getting to the divisional round, I just feel like they're going to need a much better defense if they want to go much further than, than that. And again, he got to the divisional round. There's only two more levels to go after that. But I feel like that's maxed out Daniel Jones. I don't think you're going to see a whole nother level to his game. Eli, I mean, it's hard to rank each game individually, but the greatest compliment I think that you could pay him is that he's as clutch of a performer as I've ever seen. He went on two of the more incredible historic runs that the sport has ever seen. Two. One, you could be like, ah, it was a fluke. He was an okay regular season quarterback, one-on-one fluky run. He went on two of the more incredible postseason runs ever. That's not a fluke. He's clutch. And I hated the way that it ended for Eli because it felt like Giant fans were frustrated, ready for a new toy, on to the next one, wanted the quarterback who could be mobile, And I get all that, but I felt like there was a, and it happens with everybody, it happened with Ewing at the end, I felt like there was a lack of appreciation and also a, uh, I don't know, an inability to understand that it's going to be difficult to replace what Eli brought, the durability, the consistency, the clutch performance, not having to worry about the quarterback spot. Those things are hard to replace. And so far, you know, Daniel Jones has not replaced what Eli brought. Now, this year was his best year. But even as far as staying healthy, Jones prior to this year hasn't been able to do that. So the durability right out the window. We'll see. Jones is still young and he's got time to grow. But if I had to bet on it, I don't think Daniel Jones is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The boss, George Steinbrenner, who passed away earlier today at the age of 80. And uh, as a Met fan, I was always envious of the Yankees because of Steinbrenner, who I have nothing but tremendous respect for. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Show with Alan Jerry, 877-337-6666. Fleegs and I were just talking about it during the commercial break, and I thought he brought up a good way to put it. With the other quarterbacks outside of Aaron Rodgers, there's, and we talked about this a little bit before, I think, with Marco and Fleegs earlier. You know the ceiling with Tannehill and Garoppolo, certainly. And I believe that there's a ceiling with Carr. Now, maybe that's up for debate. Some people believe he you know, he could go further than what he did, but I believe there's a ceiling with Carr. So it's like, yeah, okay, is it a step forward? Sure, it's a step forward, two steps forward, but there's a roadblock there. With Aaron Rodgers, there isn't one. And even with 
a young quarterback, there's still a path to greater success. I already know what Tannehill is. I already know what Garoppolo is. I believe I know what Derek Carr is. That's why, and this is the last time I'm going to bring it up, I promise. That's why I look at it and say, I I feel like Matt Ryan right now could do the same thing any of those three could do. Carr, Garoppolo, and Tannehill. And I know that he'd be better at mentoring Zach Wilson. That's why that would be my option, if not for Aaron Rodgers. Now, they're not going to do that, so you don't have to worry about it. But there's a reason why I don't like the other ones, because of that ceiling there. I want to keep the path open for potential greatness and sustained success. I don't believe those other three bring it. 877-337-6666. Chris is in Bergenfield, New Jersey. What's up, Chris? Morning, Sal. Love your show, buddy. Thank you. What's on your mind? Uh, Long-time Chiefs fan here. I called in uh, the other morning. Congrats. Uh, one, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to see the enemy stay. Um, it, it, it's working. Don't fix it. It ain't broke. You know what I'm saying? Um, and another thing is uh, I love the Super Bowl, obviously. One thing I didn't love, and I'm not a Cowboys fan, but you got to boo Dak Prescott for winning the Walter Payton Award. Did Come they on. boo him? I didn't see that. They booed Dak? Oh, the Eagles oh. fans booed him. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I'm guessing, yeah, it was the Eagles. I'm, I'm guessing. You didn't, you know, you heard him. You didn't see him. I mean, come on. I yeah. mean, he played it off. He played, Dak played it off smooth. He was, he was, he was a trooper. But come what on. What do you he expect went, from he, Philadelphia fans? I, I, I hear you. But the man wins a humanitarian award. You got to boo the guy? Yeah. What the hell? I get it. I'm just saying, what do you expect from Philadelphia fans? This <laughs> is unbelievable. I, that, I, I, like I said, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I felt for the guy. I, I mean, come on. It, you know, the good thing is Dak has handled a lot worse uh, with ease. And thank you for the call, Chris. We appreciate you checking in. So I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't feel bad for him. He's gotten, you know, nasty messages that have been, uh, you know, uh, gone public on you know Twitter or whatever it may be. He's talked about some of the hate stuff that he gets. So that you could feel bad for. Getting booed by Eagles fans, you, like, it's just a thing. Eagle fans see a cowboy. They don't care what the circumstance is. He's going to get booed. I wouldn't worry about it. I think Dak will be fine. But it is a classless, in that setting, for that award, it is a classless move. But again, it's Philadelphia. What do you expect? No offense. Bob is calling from Northfield. What's up, Bob? Hi, Sal. Hi, uh, long time no talk to you. Great show tonight. Uh, you bounced off a lot of different points. Um, I was uh, looking at the Jet quarterback situation. I agree with you on Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the number one choice. He's a He's an older quarterback. I think that's what they look at with the issue there. And I remember in 65, the Jets kind of did an open an open interview with uh, or an open trial with all uh, three quarterbacks. They had John Hardy, who was the Notre Dame um, Heisman Trophy winner. They had Mike Talaferro, and they also had a young guy named Joe Namath. And they went through all three quarterbacks, and we know the story from there. Hmm. So I don't know if we're looking at an open audition for quarterbacks. I don't know if Zach Wilson, I think he needs some kind of competition, you know, uh, or Mike White, or they need to draft again. I mean, um, 
the Eagle quarterback, um, Jalen Hurts, who I always liked from Alabama and o- Oklahoma, he was a second-round pick. Right. So the Jets in 65, they went with three different quarterbacks that they paid a lot of money for, and eventually they settled on the quarterback, and they made the right choice, which is a lot of times something the, that they, the you know, point they is, need to do. The point is there are upgrades to be had out there and you're right you have to find the eagles think about what the eagles did to get to a super bowl they had carson wentz right they had a quarterback and this is before carson wentz showed who he really is but they had a quarterback that many believed to be a successful franchise quarterback the the year they won the super bowl he was off to a great start of course he gets hurt falls when the super bowl but still they had a franchise quarterback they draft jalen hurts everybody was like what the hell are they doing they have a quarterback but they still took one that they believed in, and look what it turned into for them. I mean, that's, I agree with you. So, so yeah. why can't the Jets do that? I don't know. That's a good question, right? I mean, well, they <laughs> they could if they were. Obviously, the answer is well, they're not as smart as the Eagles at this particular point. Well, Joe Douglas has to. Yeah, Fleek is saying they can't find one. You want to? No, I just want them to find one. But the point is, I'd rather have that and take my chances on drafting another quarterback if you believe that Zach Wilson is toast, and I don't yet. I'm not ready to give up after two years of, you know, they draft I'm not either. I think he just needs to be pushed. I think that the talent's either there or it's not, and that's what the Jets did in 65. They evaluated the time. They had a Heisman Trophy quarterback. They had uh, another quarterback, you know, proven quarterback in Mike Talaferro, who All they right, started. You went over it already with 65. you got to let it go. It's, it's now 2023. <laughs> I mean, it's a long time. It's a long time since we've seen the Jets. Yeah, I mean, well, we had, so uh, you know, we had Sanchez. Tell me what you want them to do now. They need a quarterback. You know the current situation, who's on the roster. What do you want mm-hmm. them to do right now? I think I would go after Aaron Rodgers. I believe you, I, I agree with you. I think that Aaron Rodgers would be the quarterback for them for the next couple of years or so. See if he, uh, you know, see if he's like a Jason Verlander that uh, just keeps on going. And uh, I mean, he's he's mobile. You need a mobile quarterback nowadays, and uh, great talent, uh, proven talent. And I, think, I agree with you. I yeah. think you go to what you go with the best if and, you can get them. And I think Jason Verlander was part of that '65 Jets team that you were referencing. Of course, it's Justin Verlander, but yes, we get the point. And I am in agreement with you that Aaron Rodgers is the only answer. They got to go get Aaron Rodgers. Now it might not be up to them. That's the unfortunate thing. They've done everything they could to put themselves in a position. See, we could talk about what we would do. Let's talk about for a second what the Jets are trying to do. They are trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Their decision is made. They want Aaron Rodgers. In the event that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want them, they need a plan B. And they have a plan B, C, and D. Who knows in what order? Connor Hughes of SNY.TV, he wrote it out saying that, and I don't know if he said the specific order, but he had Carr, Garoppolo, and then Tannehill as a fallback option. So the Jets have to have fallback options. But make no mistake. They want Rodgers. So this is not me screaming or any of us screaming, hey, you knuckleheads, go get Aaron Rodgers. What are you doing? They, they're going to go get him if he wants to come here. And then hopefully the discussion about the other guys are moot. Doesn't matter. Go get Rodgers. And then from there, you could figure out where you're going to next, whether that's Zach Wilson after sitting for a couple years, whether that's a quarterback that you draft and develop, under Aaron Rodgers in the, you know, next year, in Rodgers' final year, maybe draft the quarterback. Uh, 
They, they have to figure that out. But you wouldn't have to worry about it for two years. Any other move just does not set them up the same way. Anything less than Rodgers. I, I can't understand a fan. I can understand certain fans who would accept somebody else. But anybody who wouldn't want to go get Rodgers, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Everything about him. The darkness stuff, the hallucinogen stuff, uh, everything. Bring him here, please. Takes the Jets to a whole nother level. A level that they're not familiar with. And a level that they're going to need to be at. You know, think about it this way, too. You think there's ever going to be a day where Jimmy Garoppolo is able to get by Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen, or two of the three? Derek Carr, same thing. Come on. Rodgers can. And maybe a young quarterback that they draft and develop eventually might be able to. Those would be the two paths that I would go. All right, that does it for us. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Thanks to Fleegs, as always. Thanks to Manny helping out, training as well. We appreciate his help. Thank you to everybody who called and listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 